The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Hey, friend, it's Cami Crawford. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in for new episodes every Friday. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Allie Colbert Show. Welcome to today's episode of the Allie Colbert Show. I am hosting with my dear friend, Shannon Coffey, who is my fellow co-host on Build Brunch. We're doing questions, confessions, advice. We're talking poop jokes, growing up in Puerto Rico, pay pigs, and other funny things. It's a really fun one. Shannon is a good friend, and I loved recording it. Have a listen. Shannon is one of like my favorite comedians and not only is um, is Shannon a stand-up, but Shannon also does improv and is just a really talented creator with a unique voice and it's fun to watch anything they create. So I'm so happy that you're here and it's true. And we have some questions and confessions that we are going to do together today just because I think it would be really great to to have your voice uh, giving people some advice <laughs> and things like that. Does that sound good with you? Yeah, that sounds super exciting. And awesome. I just want to say that I genuinely love the advice you give and I will screen record things that are on your story Shut and play up. them. No, I you can like look through my phone. I have recordings of you giving solid advice that I think is like super... Uh, like evergreen and I go back and watch and I'm like yeah that's right you're stuck in the past Shannon you don't know your worth get over it that's and I'm amazing. like yeah. I love that oh that reminded me that so this is something that we've talked about for a while before we go into the questions confessions but I knew you would appreciate this so there's something going on with my persona on Instagram where I attract a lot of these pay pigs mm. and we've talked about this before yeah. That I will have these men, generally speaking, they're men, slide into my messages and ask if they can send me money, send me anywhere from like 50 bucks to 200 bucks. And I had someone last a couple of years ago send me like $2,000 and then a week later ask for it back <laughs> because they couldn't make their rent. And it's like not my problem. Yeah, it, it really is like not my problem. And it's like, oh God, like... You asked for this. I didn't ask you for the money. So you're just like exhausting me in this exercise of just giving back your money. I hate that. I really do hate that. And I have had people come into my DMs and ask me for things. Mm -hmm. And I think just the process of them like going through it should be paid for. Because this man like talked to me for, I felt like it was like 24 hours straight. Wow. You entertained it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, sure. He was like talking about basically like paying my rent, whatever my rent was. Like he had thousands of dollars to when do. When did this to happen? Send. 
this was like during, I think this was during like early quarantine. And he was like, I'm a big fan. The thing is what I want from you is very specific. And I was like, okay, well, I just need you to like openly communicate it so that I can like hear it and consent and understand and like commit to, I won't commit to anything that I can't actually do. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to do something, I love to do it well, you know? Okay. With wow. my heart What a it. great attitude. So I was For just like, dom, dom. let me know. And his whole thing was just like, he never really gave it to me. He was like, I don't know. And I'm like, this I can't do. I can't like pay me if you, the whole kink is like, wasting someone's time like that's what it feels like <laughs> I think I know a lot of people with that kink then yeah it's pretty much everyone but yeah. he wanted me he, the, what I got a little bit of he wanted me to wear certain types of denim uh-huh. and take videos of me wearing the denim but I was like and and what else and he's like oh. I'm, like, okay. I'm like oh man I'll just stick to the regular feet people like very simple the toe people are like just wear these socks send them to me in, in a month and, and you're like you okay no, I'm always like, I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And then the person deletes their profile. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, sometimes people get really like scared and creeped out or they're like nervous about, I don't know, getting, what is it? Like sh- kink shame? Shannon, you were one of the first people that taught me like to not kink shame. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you really were. I feel like I was like a, like a young fetus on our show. And I was just ready for someone to just take an ax and just crack me open. And just tell me to just see the world this way. It's better. It's easier. It's more progressive. And I just, my little MAGA mind <laughs> just opened right up and just flowers bloomed. Oh, my god! I mean, I really think, I think I said something like, oh, if you like, I think I said some stupid like thing about, oh, kinks this. And you were like, don't fucking kink shame egg girl. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because you do love eating eggs and stinking up a room. And that, you know, I would never shame you for that. I would eat egg whites in the morning because I like a protein-heavy breakfast that's calorie lean. And everyone else would be, like, just eating muffins and, like, smoothies. Ugh, but yeah. you would have, like, donuts every day. Mm-hmm. Anyway. She's just tall. Yeah. yeah. Tall girls can get away with that. If I put on an extra five pounds, oh, you'll see it on me. Yeah. my little oompa loompa body. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, no, I, I can barely, you. I can barely imagine that. Are you kidding me? I've, I, I grew up when I got really sick with ulcerative colitis. I went on prednisone because I was super sick, and I blew the f up. I was like a little bowling ball, wow. and I felt so self conscious because of the medication. My face. Prednisone gives you moon face. Your face like swells and like gives you that chipmunk look. Oh yeah, kind of like Selena Gomez always had. Like she'd get. Bullied a lot. Way hotter. But she. Oh, I mean, I think I think you're equally as hot. Let's not make it. I think you're equally as hot. No, but when I was chip monkey, it was far worse than anything you've ever seen for Gomez. Well, Um, sometimes she just looks like a little like plush doll. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like you can tell when someone's on medication, it's making them like puffy. Yeah. Well, sixth graders aren't so discerning with like, but let's go easy on Allie. She's on prescriptions. Oh no, sixth graders were so harsh. Middle school was a violent time. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) Like, I look back on middle school and I'm like, those that was darker than any adult experience I've had. Like, the emotional abuse, the ganging up on people, the gaslighting. You weren't invited to that. I was invited to that. I was invited to that, Zoe. (sighs) Zoe. It was brutal. You've had a lot of interesting, like, upbringing. You grew up in Puerto Rico. Yeah. People are surprised when you tell them you grew up in Puerto Rico and you've had a, you have a childhood that seems to be endless with entertaining stories. (laughs) Yeah, they are. I mean, obviously everybody gets bullied, but I think when I moved to Puerto Rico, I didn't really fit the vibe or the look. So I was a lot bigger than everyone. And 
People are always like, Shannon's not a boy. Shannon's not a girl. She's something else. She's an alien. And like that was like both kind of like upsetting, but also like she's kind of not wrong, I guess. <laughs> like, you, you feel you feel you're like, I'm like something in between. I'm a special thing. Yeah, I think like for so long I was like, oh man, I don't really fit in. And then I was like, oh, well, obviously I'm non-binary. Like it makes sense. Yeah. Like, but obviously during that time you're like, geez, these, and people would always be like, Shannon's crazy. Cause like everyone there kind of is more laid back and they don't put themselves out there that much. And yeah. I was into like definitely going to the mall and making scenes. And you know, I wa- I wanted to do what we're doing <laughs> since day one. So I was like, wow, oh, look at me, I'm jackass. Right. <laughs> oh gosh. You know, but they were like in, in Puerto Rico, they're like, if you should be femme, you should be wearing these types of clothing. Right. Like, they hated that I wore bagging clothing. They hated that I it liked Satan, which is something they put on to me first, but. Right. Yeah. yeah. Don't point fingers. Yeah. I was like, I'm just yes handing what you're giving me. I'm an alien. Yes. I love Satan. Yes. And then they're like, why do you keep leaning into everything we give you? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know these two children. Uh, I guess 11 year olds are children. I know these two twins that I'm so like in awe of how fucking special and cool these kids are. And they are both non-binary. One of them identifies as pan. One of them identifies as gay. And I was FaceTiming with them yesterday, Sai and Maggie. And I was talking to them about their crushes and school. And they go to this like artsy school in Florida. And I can't get over how self-actualized these kids are. And Maggie comes on the screen. And up until this point, Maggie's like 9, 10. And Maggie says she has crushes on boys or whatever. And Maggie starts telling me how she has a crush on this girl. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool, Maggie. And she's like, yeah, I identify as pansexual. I learned what pansexual was like three years ago. Maggie's <laughs> like identifying as pansexual as like a fifth grader. I'm like, does the girl you like, how does she identify? She's like, everyone at my school is queer. She's like, oh, everyone's pan, everyone's bi. I'm like blown away by, it makes me so hopeful for the future Mm -hmm. that there are young kids that are in schools that are just like filled with like queer accepting kids. When I was in school, I felt like I was the only gay person. No one was out. I could never speak that aloud. The fact that everyone is like, she's showing me in the yearbook, they're showing me in the yearbook, excuse me, kids that they have crushes on that they're like, oh yeah, this person's this. And it's like, how are you talking about gender expression and sexual identity at 11, 10 years yeah. old? Isn't that amazing? It is. I, I, I agree so much. So hopeful. So cool. It's I'm so like, cool. oh my gosh. Like it just feels like it's a good mix of it being out there in the ether, but also good parents. Like, oh, and the most amazing yeah. parent. They have the most amazing mother that is like so open and supportive and just Oh, I love that. Yeah, I was on a set where I wrote these videos, these Halloween videos for these kids to get face paint and act out these like Halloween little skits. Yeah. And the dad of one of the kids was uh, recording her while she was like doing something really goofy on set. And he was like, I'm going to record this and show this to your future boyfriend or girlfriend just someday so they can like giggle at you. And I was like, that's so cool. Like just giving that person like all the room to just be like, I'll be in love with anyone. Saying it loudly and proudly on set, like among other kids. I was like, hell yeah. I know. It's (laughs) amazing. It's really exciting. Anyway, back to pay pigs. I met this pay pig, slid into my girlfriend's DMs, wanted to slide into, well, he slid into Jules' DMs, but then said, oh, can I message Allie too? And was like, I would really love a pair of your old sneakers. 
And we were like, okay, what are you thinking? We ended up get we're able to send him our old sneakers for like, I'm like a little embarrassed how much this guy paid for our old sneakers. No, I think it's worth it. He paid $3,000 for both of our old sneakers. That's, I think, okay, sometimes people are like, you're not worth that. I'm like, hey, those are lived in sneakers that took time and a lot years, of effort. Years of wearing. Yeah, like, you know how much toe sweat is in there, baby? Like, I know. That's, that's your essence, you yeah. know? And your essence shouldn't be given away for free. It's worth something. If my big toe has spent years peddling that cotton sneaker, is it cotton? I don't know. No, it can't a be A little common. polyester. A little there, polyester sneaker. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to mail it to you, you pathetic weirdo for free. And by no. the way, he likes it when I call him pathetic weirdo. So I'm not <laughs> insulting him. Those are his chosen adjectives. Yeah. And I do think it's a little weird, but I also find it to be pretty fucking interesting and curious. And if your dynamic is that you enjoy being taken advantage of, maybe that's the dynamic I could take part in. Yeah, I see like uh, there's so many things that I take part in that I'm like, ah, this isn't for me. But you know what I love? Like making people feel seen and like making people smile. So if you're like, oh, you eat this little turd. I'm like, okay, sure. Like I'll eat the little turd, you know, like I do like so many stupid things where I'm like, just so you know, like this is not my passion. But yeah, if you're happy and you're not hurting anyone. Yeah. You're not hurting anyone. There's so, Who many, cares? there's so many worse things that people could be doing. This is harmless. This yeah. is making both parties happy. And I get it. Like, I'm seeing this, uh, what did you call him, pathetic weirdo at home, sliding his hands into your old sneakers and feeling the little grooves where your feet were. And that, to me, even though I don't want to do it, like, I feel the the happiness there. Yeah. Is there, what celebrity, if you got their old shoes, would you be down to kind of sniff and would you want to smell that sort of shoe foot pheromone? Ooh, definitely, like, when I think about... Like, my go-to is like, oh, I would suck a fart out of that person. And I think Jesus. Alexander Skarsgård, like... Suck a fart out of that person? Yeah. I just, like, that's my go-to, like, love language where I'm like, oh, this person deserves love. Like, they don't even need to do the effort of making a toot. Like, I'd suck it out for them. Oh, that's, my God. You know, and I think Alexander... There's so many, though. I, like, I identify as Pam, but really, I think I just love celebrities and have celebrity <laughs> crush. Like, I'm barely interested in people I know and meet. I'm always like, Alexander Skarsgård, Emma Roberts. Right, like, celebsexual. Yeah, exactly. We are celebsexuals. Unfortunately. Alexander Skarsgård, you love. That is yeah. relentless, that crush. Mm-hmm. I just think he's... It's more than a crush at this point. Yeah, it, it... You know what the thing is? I don't really believe in marriage and I've never seen myself getting married but when yeah. I see him I'm like man that goofy ass dude it looks that's like a husband, husband. <laughs> yeah I'm like come on like that's my guy let's just go I would also marry Jake Gyllenhaal oh my um, that's Julian's obsession we've done a whole episode about that I heard that episode and yeah. I was like I really relate to that like the feeling upset that they don't know you she has a whole thing where she thinks they are like we're dusting yeah. in some space and she well has a friend who knows them right yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I also, I'm not attracted to Chris Evans, but I'm like, oh no, I think I'm going to date him. Like oh. I have this weird thing where I'm like, oh, I don't want to. Right. But because you like know so many people who know them and he's like a Gemini. I guess and this will happen. He's kind of like not cool at all. I like him a lot. You like him a lot? He's my favorite one of the Chris's. Um, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth. I like Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans probably 
Like, I like Chris Hemsworth more because I like Thor more. And Captain America was always a little too like, don't curse you guys. And I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, like, I, I like, loved it when he was like, this is America's ass. Like, I wanted Captain America to be like split in ass and being like really dirty. Instead, he was like, I only do missionary. They should do like a Marvel porn. Oh, I, th- that has to exist, right? That, that I would watch. That would be really yeah. fun if they were just like, let's just show you. We know you want to see this. Yeah. Stop like, stop Marvel. Stop like not giving it to us. Oh my God. I would love to watch Thor and Loki go at it. And I know I'm gross because, you know, they're adopted. Which one's Loki? Sibs. Tom Hiddleston. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So gay Marvel porn. Yeah. And well, uh, that character Loki is definitely, I don't know if they if they're bi or pan they're they're okay. queer wow they're for marvel, everyone marvel yeah. became marvel's like open now marvel's like progressive and interesting yeah I well like their superheroes were, were used to be like oh there's a woman lady civilian and that's what we like yeah i think in the comics sometimes they would like leak it out and then in the movies they'd always be like just so you know this penis only goes in a vagina and you'd be <laughs> like that's a weird line to put in the script <laughs> but now they'll They'll do a little a little queer leak. I us. like that. I like that. The one Marvel that I ever really paid attention to because Marvel was never my thing, but maybe that's me judging Marvel, was WandaVision. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved WandaVision. Yeah. I've really liked all those shows that are on Disney Plus, like yeah. WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Shout out and the Danny Loki Ramirez. series. Hell my friend yeah. from NYU was in it. Oh, that's amazing. I know. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Go for you, Danny. Good for you. I'm All a right. big fan. Big fan. We're big fans. We're jumping right in right now to questions and confessions. So excited. Let's start. My first confession, or this is a question. Shannon and Allie, my best friend is a 32-year-old virgin. Should I tell her to just get it over with already? Hmm. What does it have to do with you, really? Yeah, why are you even why do you stressing care? about this? Yeah, wait, why is this something that you're like inspired to submit to me? It must be driving you crazy. Yeah. You want to take your best friend's virginity. That's exactly what I was thinking. You're like, she's a, can I just tell her, get it over with and let me break it up. God, she's a virgin. Just give me that hymen already. Yeah. Oof, I mean, I have like visceral memories of my hymen breaking. Oh my God, me too. It hurt, it, I feel the pain right now. Oh God, it was brutal for me. Yeah, I like just, I barely had sex. I just sat in a tub bleeding out. And the guy was like, okay, well, this is fun. <laughs> I was like, please go away. It's a really dark image bleeding out in a tub. That sounds like a horror film. Yeah, so I don't think you need to rush it. <laughs> <laughs> don't rush. It's brutal. No, 32, I mean, look, you know what I'm always surprised about with like virginity? One, obviously, you've heard this conversation before. Society should stop putting the value on your virginity. You still yeah. have value even when you're not a virgin. It's, you know, you're not losing your value when you give away your virginity or lose your virginity and you're not giving it away. Anyway, virginity is a construct. The other thing is like, why are you like saving it? Yeah, I mean, I, I wish that. that the person who had sent the question was the virgin so we could hear a little bit of their perspective mm. about why. Because, you know, I feel like there's so, so much we don't know, like... What's, did something happen? Are they self-conscious over something specific that we can never guess? Right. Are they actually saving themselves or do they feel like they don't have access to like attraction between another person? Like right. I lost my virginity at t- almost 21. I was like oh, a couple weeks from 21. Yeah. And I remember feeling like it was very hard to find someone that would have sex with me. Because even though like people would be like, oh, let's make out and do this. I can't believe that's what I was. A lot of people say that. I'm surprised you felt that. People would be like, no, Shannon. No. Like I was 19 hanging out with 30 year olds who would be fine, like going on dates with me and making out with me. Mm -hmm. But then when I was like, hey, I really like you. Like, I think you'd be like a great person to have sex with. They'd be like, I can't. 
Yeah, they get the like, it. Okay. <laughs> Why were you going out with like people that were 30 when you were 19? It wasn't like a big habit. It almost happened oh, like two or three times. But it was just, I think, being in a, like hanging out in the music scene and like meeting people that were nice. But they were, everyone who was 30 was wildly respectful and really good. They weren't, wow. even though they were making out with a 19 year old, yeah. like they, none they of them took advantage of me. Yeah. It was weird. I, I, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I guess just like let your friend do what they want. But yeah, I do have a lot of questions when someone says they're in their 30s and they're having trouble like having sex with someone, because I always think having sex with someone is like, there's nothing easier than like just going to a bar and hanging out. Like, I disagree so much. As someone who, this is so TMI, I haven't had sex in like almost three years. Wh- really? Yeah. And it's not because I made a choice. It's because it just hasn't happened. And I will flirt with people. I've been on dating apps. As, like I've been on dating apps since like the end of 2019, the first time I signed up. And just like nothing. I've been going on dates with someone now for over a month. Yeah. <laughs> like I even went to their apartment and rolled around like a horny cat in heat. And still they were like, you're so hot. But did you, and, and what happens when you advance that? Like take your clo- taking your clothing off. What happens then? Like, th- th- do you have a shutdown? Like I just like go to a certain point where I'm like, if you don't do any of the reciprocal actions, then I feel like I'm assaulting you. What about, I, I understand that. What about though being there and hooking up with that person, like all of that foreplay stuff, that is not reciprocal? No, that part is, but you're like, how? okay, how do we get to the next part? So do you- Oh, wait, I'm a little bit of a fibber though. Uh, like her. a month ago, I did let someone eat my butt. So, and I chewed on their balls. <laughs> oh my God, like, I really like, wish I could see Marshall's <laughs> face right now. So, but, so that is technically sex, but like no penetration, no like- actual like that was just kind of like a, a old time favor for an old pal <laughs> someone I met <laughs> in 2015 who loves doing like weird kinky stuff I was like how did that not evolve into sex um the sex that you're considering to be sex that one I think it was just kind of like look I'll come over and do those like things that you oh, want that was laid out yeah this mm-hmm. person is so random yeah they're very just there I think they have some kind of emotional like it sounds like wall that. so they don't they're not very like open with themselves, yeah. but they love that I can have fun. Just, yeah. So are you on Tinder? Mm-hmm. There, I don't even, I am so confused then. You're on Tinder, yeah. you're swiping. Do you get matches? Yeah. I was, and like, I try to be like fun and I message first often. And, and what happens when they message first? I mean, if I'm attracted to them and usually cause we matched, I am, I message them back. And, and do you go out on a date? That's the thing. Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. And I mean, sometimes I go on a first date and the person is obviously like unwell. <laughs> like this person like drove out and I, as soon as I sat down, he was like, all right, so I'm in a really weird spot. I'm kind of in a transition, but I'm not trans. Ha 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 ha. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> like, so the conversation is limited before the date then because you don't have a great feel for the, who these people are. No, we, I feel like these, some people I have a good conversation with, right? Yeah. And then we meet up and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like, right. are you nervous? And I was like, are you nervous? Because I get it. Like, we're all nervous, but you're saying a lot of wild things right now. Okay, so give me, give me the best date you've been on in the last three years and why it doesn't advance, if possible. All right, well, the I've been going on a lot of good dates now and they don't advance, I think. I mean, there's making out, there's heavy making out, but... They don't advance because I think there's a mystery abound. 
before that, like the best date I went on was October 2020. And that was... <laughs> October 2nd, like, 1996. I think it was actually the 28th. And it didn't advance because they spaced out on me. I, I told out. yeah, like I told you about that person where I was like oh, they yeah. rescheduled and I was like, LOL, you're dead to me. Oh yeah. I just recently found like I found a poster. I was like, oh, that's them. Like dating so I I like got in my head about why they wouldn't message me back. And then I saw who they were dating and I was like, Oh, it's fine. Wow. Yeah. I am I really wish I could be a fly on the wall in some of these dates because usually I feel like I have a good grasp of what's going on, but I, I totally don't know what's going on here. Yeah, I would a hundred percent sign up for a show where you like are in the background of my date, like sneaking around, like listening in. I need to see some and, of the conversations yeah. on Tinder. Yeah, it, I'll show you everything. I'll actually show you two like I'll show you some some people that I wanna message again because they like left me on red. There's one person that I'm like, this dude is a hot. Really? Women never write me back. But that's how women are on dating apps. Yeah. Always. No matter how hot you are, no matter how busted you are. It's so wild. Women do not reply. If they do, women are off the apps so quickly after that. And the, the way you have to message a woman and get a date on an app, your window is so small and you can't say it too quick and you can't say it too late. It's very difficult. I have a, I, I have trouble with it too. Yeah, it is wild. I've, I matched with a woman who was complaining like, I don't want a little text buddy. I expect to go out. I just moved to LA. So yeah, we finicky. did like a quick little back and forth. And I was like, hey, so like, what do you, when do you, when would you like to meet up? Oh, slow down. Like, I was like, is there anything like on your to-do list specifically for LA that you want to do together? Do you want to do something more relaxed? Like just going here or there. Yeah. And left me on red. Maybe uh, you're too nice. Yeah, maybe I'm too nice. You have to be a little dickish. I know, it's very hard. Ugh. Well, we have to go through it. All right, we have a lot to go over there. I'm really <laughs> excited to look at your Tinder mashes. Okay, let me see. Da, da, da. Oh, this is a... Well, we kind of went over kink shaming. Oh, here's the one. I'm in love with my best friend's wife. What do I do? Hmm. Oof. I mean, you're not going to get over it unless you distance. I know you don't want to distance from your friend though, but it might be worth it, like depending on how painful the crush is. Yeah. It is. It's so dangerous when you like someone who's married. Yeah. But especially it's your best friend. You have a little bit of say in that process, you know. Also, you're probably not in love with them. Like, no, you're not in love with them. You think you know what that person's like. That person is not the way that you imagine them being as a partner. And if you have any respect for your friend, maybe you can refocus and like just date someone else and project all of your emotions for the wife onto that person. Yeah, because I think when you fall in love with someone who's definitely like in a relationship with your best friend, you're usually just interested because they're unattainable and they're you can't be with them. And so you kind of project whatever you want and there's no risk because right. you're never going to enter the little, you know, interaction where you're like, oh no, you're not who I thought you were and I'm disappointed now and you don't like me and I'm rejected and everything's spiraling down. I totally agree. It's one of those things where I used to think, I mean, I did feel like I was in love with this girl for a really long time, but we never actually were together. So I was like crazy about her, but not in the same exact way that it actually manifests itself in a relationship. So it's such an easy way to be like, quote unquote, in love with someone because you don't get any of like, the bitch work of being in a relationship or all of those parts of your personality that are like dysfunctional and those dynamics that pop up. Yeah, I feel like it takes so long to actually learn who a person is. Oh my God, and I know. Obviously- 10 months, I would say. Yeah, you. so when people are like, oh, I'm in love with this person after a month, I'm like, damn, you don't even know them really. And yeah, yes, I, I'm totally guilty of falling in love with 
you know, the projection of who I think they are. Also falling in love with a person's potential. Like, oof, that was like so big. And like in the past, that's all I would do. That was huge in the 2000s. Yeah. In 2000s, when I was wearing those hip-hugging lowrider jeans, I was also like, I love that he could be artistic if he tried. Right, right. (laughs) It's dangerous. I would fall in love with people. I've fallen in love with people before I know them. But that actually sucks because chemically, you're like in it, you're hooked. And then you're like, whoa, you're a neo-Nazi. <laughs> this is horrible. I'm being dragged from the back of this ship like a fish that bit the hook too soon. It sucks because you actually like are then into that person. And then you're like slowly day by day realizing, holy shit, your personality is awful. Yeah. Like I've liked some people who were so negative and so like outright like rude to me. Like I like my biggest crush of who that's not a celebrity is this person that I like liked for like almost 11 years now. Mm-hmm. And when we would go on dates and the dates were so low effort. Yeah. The first one was like walk around and just have ice cream and I'm walking my dog and the whole time try to w- just walk me home. And then everything else is hanging out in his apartment and he would be kind of negative and he would like complain about how he would set up these elaborate dinner dates for these women and that they would just cancel last minute. And I was like, damn, man, like I'm here, you know, like I'm showing up for these low effort dates. Was he knowing these were, was he aware of the fact that these were dates? Yes. So what is that supposed to be? I don't know. I think it's because I knew him previously as a friend, but see, this person was like so negative and so lame. And still uh, sometimes I'm like, wait, is that the one who got away? And then I have to like <laughs> do the work to be like, you idiot. Like, yeah. But yeah, I think when you... Especially if it's someone you kissed, you know, your brain releases those chemicals. Is that real? Or is that some myth that Cosmopolitan tells you so that you don't hook up with women you're not dating or something? I kind of think it's real. I don't know. I feel like as soon as you kiss someone, you're kind of like, oh, okay. It's okay that he hit someone on the way to our dinner day. Like, <laughs> so he ran over that guy. But that guy probably wasn't accomplishing a lot in their life. Right. I mean, <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I I almost have like an the opposite thing where if I'm not a, like already kind of into the person's personality, I have like a dude brain where if I hook up with them, I get put off. Ooh, Oopsie. interesting. Oopsie. So if you don't like their personality, you hook up with them, then you're like ill. Like if I'm not serious about having a future with them, if I'm just like dating ca- mm-hmm. casually, which some people don't even understand that, but I kind of think dating's fun and like it's like an ego game where I'm like, oh, let's see who I can get. I know that's fucked up. But like if I hook up with someone, I'm not obsessed with them, but I think they're like hot. And then I'm like, ugh, and they start getting into me. I'm like, oh God, I'm over you. Do you don't have that at all? I'm trying to think. I don't. Yeah. Like if I, if someone's more into me than I am into them, I'm, yeah. yeah, it's kind of, I don't like it, but I actually don't think I have a lot of experience with that. I <laughs> usually just when I'm with someone tend to like them. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. I also, easier. I think, you know, it's with me, it's the uh, quality over quantity for sure. Not a lot of people are getting through, <laughs> but when they do, I'm like, okay, let's figure it out. Right. Right. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Chris uh, Evans. <laughs> Oh, this one's a good one for Shannon. Oh, my ice is gone. I was going to do ASMR. You want any of these chewables? No, that's okay. The the ice was was a little fun. Uh, Hang on. I want to pick a good one. Uh, Okay. My fiance said she wants to move out slash live separately, but not break up. Is that a thing or nah? Nah. Really? I think yes. Oh my God. That is so not a thing. That is so, that is such bad news. You think? It depends. I want to know. <laughs> no, I think it's great. You're I think like, it's a mm. sign that they're killing it. 
I don't but know. I'll- it depends on like, has your partner said like, hey, you need to clean up. You're a messy ass motherfucker. Because I've like I've lived with people that I was dating and they sometimes it's just like one bedroom, not enough. Maybe even a two bedroom, not enough. It's kind of more exciting to be like, come over to my spot. Mm. Yeah, no, that is fun. And I like decorating like everything myself. I'm a little greedy when it comes to decorating. And now having lived alone, I feel like I wouldn't be as chill to be like, yeah, I'm going to make your stupid, weird Western table work in this room. Like sometimes these people just drag in this furniture and you're like, what is this? Yes, I agree with you. But that's so much so different than inviting in that next stage of your life where you're living with someone and then packing up your stuff and moving out. If you, oh, if you know yourself, you know you don't want to live with someone, you know that you're okay being married, but maybe you want to have a more unconventional relationship. And look, I would be married to you, but I need to spend two days a week at my house down, my house here and five days a week there. Whatever you could do that. You pull the Gwyneth Peltra off if you have so much money that that's an option for you. That's what Gwyneth Peltra does. Yeah. Right? And her- it's, Yeah. Her and her husband uh, live in separate homes. Obviously, they have that. the money. Yeah, so I'm like, that's kind of nice. I'd be like, bro, go like wash your butt over there. Go yeah, poop over there. Yeah, but if these people, what, chances are these aren't like filthy rich millionaires writing into me. It's so funny. Filthy rich millionaire doesn't even sound that rich these days. I'm like, yeah. if, unless you have Bezos money, you're not rich. Are you going to the moon for a vacation? Anyway. <laughs> I just started thinking about my bank account. I was like spaced. I blacked out. I was like, yeah, man, $500 would make her really happy. <laughs> I was like, hey, pay pigs. <laughs> Slide in. Um, yeah, I just feel like to move in, to get proposed, to in- get engaged and have this vision of your life and then shift, unless you're really careful with how you kind of renegotiate those boundaries, things will blow up. Yeah, definitely. I think you shouldn't do it casually without a lot of communicating, no doubt. And that's, I think sometimes I forget to, when people are talking about things, I you forget to say, hey, communication and like an obnoxious amount of communication is key. Yeah. And I, that's infused into all of my relationships, romantic or platonic. I just like talk about everything <laughs> a lot and I'll be the first person to be like, hey, I feel weird about this yeah. and just get it out in the open because it makes me feel better. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I wouldn't make a big move like that without just, I would think living in separate apartments is the same level of opening up a relationship to uh, being with other people. I think it's that same level of needing oh. communicating because mm. yeah, it's a big change and it's, it is creating space between you and... Yeah, I always just find it's hard. It's just, it's so harder to go back than it is to go forward. Like t- yeah. it's so much, it's so easy and takes such little energy to become so quickly intertwined with another person and to just have all this overlap. So just like keeping your foot like kind of on the brake when you go into a new relationship, it's so helpful. Yeah. Do you feel that way? I do. I feel it like is I tough. rush. I always rush. Yeah, like I feel like when you rush and then you're stuck and you lose a little bit of, like I'm not a big fan of being like, keep your mystery. But you know, like one of the biggest fights I had with my boyfriend when I, uh, my ex-boyfriend when I lived with him was like, when I'd be getting ready to go to work and he didn't have a job, I'd be brushing my teeth in the bathroom and he'd sit down and take a big ass dump while I was brushing my teeth. That is foul. And I had to be like, hey, like why, can you stop? And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm on a schedule. And we had to have like an actual talk where it wasn't easy for him to not poop then. That's disgusting. Yeah, so like, but these are the types of things that happen. And he didn't, the thing is, he didn't think that he was being rude, you know? That is not, is that true? It's true. Yeah, and like, 
I'm okay with someone pooping near me. It's not a big deal if someone like I'm in the bathroom, but we lived in a Brooklyn apartment. It was small. And yeah. And I was like, and I'm not gonna be like, hold it in. So he ends up in the hospital because he's got like his intestines are twisting up with poop. Like that sounds horrible. But then I'm like gagging, trying to brush my teeth. It's oh just my God, bad. that is horrifying. Yeah. And that's why I understand why someone might be like, you know what? That's I loved someone you might more. Move. <laughs> yeah. I loved you more when you weren't making me suck on like butt fumes. And I was able to get ready in the morning. I have my own bathroom. I get to do my morning routine. Like if you want to sleep over, you can, but you're not going to like make it your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I have a lot of foul images in my mind. I'm I, sorry. I know you hate potty humor too. I, it's not, I just, I think it like, yeah. I mean, I've gotten more, a little more comfortable with it, but I usually am like totally repulsed by it, but it has to be because I have sensitivity because of Crohn's disease. So I'm like, it's like spot what you got type of thing. Like this is shadow work for me. Like I hear yeah. you talking about poop and I'm like, you have to face your poopy self. <laughs> like beating myself. Shadow work is all poop related. Shadow work is poop related. Shannon, tell people where they can find you. Mm. You can find me on IG. It's just my last name, C-O-F-F-E-Y. Coffee. And then add an S at the end of that for Twitter. Yay. And I think this is the Tickety only place. talk Oh, on TikTok, I am inactive, but I'm how can you even all spelled out. <laughs> if you want to see Shannon's inactive TikTok. Yeah, it's like one a month I put you out there. It. But Shannon, don't you have a new stand-up show? Oh, yeah. If you live in L.A., yeah, um, in every LA. Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at Senior Fish in Echo Park. Amazing. Coming to our show, Besitos Comedy. I co-host it with Kat Toledo, who's hilarious and fun, and an old friend from New York, which is great. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank uh, you. Yeah. I love doing this. I love you. Love and you. It's so, I'm just so nice. and I feel so warm and nice being with you. Oh, me Thank too. you. Me too. See you guys next Tuesday. Bye. 